Yes, and how do you deal with humping during structured socialization? Male dog is neutered, only humps female. I correct multiple times, firm on with prong, but continue to hump. Yasin, what I want you, I just did a video on this. It's on, is it, has it been turned into a YouTube video yet? Yeah, the Chippendales one. <laughs> do, do, the, do the Chippendales one, okay? <laughs> humping, how to stop humping. I just did a YouTube video on this, all right? Get rid of your prong collar, use a remote collar, make it suck. Next. Hey, let's turn the lights up. Hey, everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training with a What Would Jeff Do Dog Training Show. Joelle, look at the camera, please. I'm trying to get my questions. Hi. Okay. All right. How's everybody going? Is it different? Wow, this is a really, really different background, different, <laughs> different, yeah, it's weird. different scene. So we're, we're in Frederick, Maryland. We just got out of a seminar in Frederick, Maryland. So this is the way the show is going to work. It's Q&A. It's at 10 p.m. tonight. We've been going since 3.45 a.m. this morning. We got out of the seminar, had some dinner, and um, we just wanted to make sure we can get you guys tons of free content. So this is the way the show has worked. If you don't know who I am, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. I've got a company called Solid Canine Training up in Providence, Rhode Island. And I personally travel the world doing dog training seminars. We specialize in... Um, aggression rehab and behavior modification. So we're really, really good at stopping unwanted behaviors. Um, obviously, we do a lot of obedience. So we always talk about, you know, um, obviously we can teach a dog, you know, on leash and off leash um, commands. But the big thing is stopping unwanted behaviors. Now, if you're brand new to my world, I talk about punishment a lot. Do you have a bonker? I talk about punishment a lot. Punishment is not a bad thing. Punishment is not abuse. Punishment is not yelling or screaming or being mad or being or being angry at your dog. This is a half-assed one. We'll take it. Thank you so much. All right. Um, so bring our own damn bonkers to the show. That was like, that's like a limp penis. Okay. It's like, can I have a bonker? It's like, um, okay, no. All right. So. Um, the only way to stop an unwanted behavior is through punishments. So now everybody needs to learn how to stop punishment. So how do you, I mean, how do you stop a bad behavior? So how do you properly apply punishments? That's the magic. So most of my day at the training center, Joelle's one of my trainers. There's three other trainers there. I would say 90% of the time they're saying yes, good, and giving food rewards to dogs. Of course. That's how we train dogs what we want them to do. Mm -hmm. But in order to stop an unwanted behavior, you have to properly apply punishments. That's the missing 10% in almost everybody's training program. So we're going to talk about it tonight. So you're going to hear a lot about that. So the show is going to be punishment heavy, but in our real world application, it's actually only 10% of what we do. So we don't redirect. You can't ignore all this bullshit about re you know, redirection and training an obedience command to replace it is baloney. All right. Life's too short. Here we go. So there's a little button down at the bottom. That's a dollar sign. Dollar, dollar, make me holla. And what you're going to do it. There's an audience here and they're being unprofessional. OK, so there's there's a dollar sign down at the bottom. What you can do is if you hit that, you can show us some support. By with the show, I use that money for date night with my wife, which this is not my wife, it's Linda, this is Joelle. Can we turn off the volume down in the back, guys? Thank you. All right, all right, so here we go. Let's go right to the questions and all go. All right, 
Lindsay, tuning in while on the road, heading to Oliver Springs, Tennessee to camp with our dogs. Excited to work with them both in a place with lots of distractions. Thanks for giving us the content to put to use. Awesome. So Lindsay, proud of you. Camping is great. Just be really careful. Make sure your dogs are on a long line. Hopefully you're working with remotes. If you're not, that's fine. But just be super, super careful because you got a lot of prey out there. So just between raccoons and skunks, maybe Tennessee. I don't know if they've got deer or moose down there, but just be super careful, but proud of you for having fun. You should be doing a lot of place command around the fire. So have a great time. Awesome. Next. Uh, Melissa. Hi, Jeff. I have my dog on the e-collar for the first time. We did warm-ups prior to me using it on her in public. She's reactive to dogs. On the walk, if I saw her head body react to dogs, I'd correct on vibrate. I noticed her tail duck and she would sit down during the walk. Am I doing this right? I positive reassure her if she ignores dog and confidently walks okay. on. Melissa, stop using vibrate. I don't use vibrate. I've never, I've, I don't talk about using vibrate. So what I want you to do is, is use shock. The reason why you're using vibrate is because you think it's friendlier than shock. Let's be honest. That's why, but it's who says it is. I've seen dogs piss themselves. Your dog is tucking its tail. So what I want you to do is use shock, get the working level. I've got a free video on my YouTube channel, how to get the working level. All right. Shocking is not mean. Don't believe all the bullshit that's online. Then what I want you to do is yes, at the very beginning of the sequence of the dog's unwanted behavior, which is going to be the arousal, which will lead to unwanted behavior. You want to apply your punisher then. Absolutely. If the dog walks by another dog, be careful about using any reward or praise because the dog might be nervous or fearful or thinking about doing it. And you can actually trigger your dog. You can actually trigger your dog. So you can just say, good, okay? We do a ton of positive, but get off this whole kick about you've got to always praise your dog on the walk when it's doing well. Just good. Don't be doing anything physical touch. Don't be getting all excited because your dog will probably get aroused and then it can trigger again. Next. Uh, Yasin, mm -hmm. when do you fade off food while training your board and train? Uh, usually week two. Depends on their food drive. Sometimes the beginning of week two, sometimes the end of week two. Next. Angela, hello. Hope one day you come to Kansas City. Um, um, we are actually looking at a location now in Kansas City. It's a large indoor barn. The problem is climate control and, um, we, we may or may not be able to do it, but this is the thing. The average person drives eight hours. In fact, the person in Kansas City has attended three of my seminars. The longest they've driven is 21 hours. So she's, we're negotiating it and negotiating. We're seeing if it works, but I'm going to be up in, um, Wisconsin. That's close, right? Wisconsin, go to rvdogtrainer.com. Next. Jake B, thinking about fostering, I read somewhere some dogs come with names they don't even know. What is the easiest way to teach a dog its name? Um, I would get a, I'd give LL Bean a call and I would get it monogrammed on their bed. And then chances are they'll probably learn it in a week. Next. What you're going to do is this. You ready? The dog's name is Ralph. I want to name it Sam. So what do I do? I get myself a clicker, I get myself food, and I stand in front of the dog and I go, Sam, Sam, and it looks at me, click, and food. Sam, Sam, looks at me, click, and food. That's what you do, right? I've actually never taught a dog its name, but I've changed a lot of my dog's names. 
you can just call your dog, hey dog, you know, you know, it'll listen to you. The name is not as important, but if you want, or just start using the dog's name. All right, next. Uh, Yasin, how do you train multiple commands during the first few training sessions for a board and train? Um, you do it one at a time. You do one at a time. So you start, you start with any two you want. And depending on what kind of dog it is, sometimes you got to stop unwanted behavior, but you can train place, you can train sit, First few days, we usually don't do down. You can start working on your foundational heel. You can start doing, you have to do thresholds. You got to do kennel up because the dog's going to be going through thresholds. It has to go in and out of its kennel. You can do that. It's just it's just dog training. And it's not even if it's a boarding train. Your dog's going to be at home doing the same thing. All right, next. Uh, Sarah, hi, J&J. Good to see you. Hey, Sarah, love you. Michael, how would you first address dog reactivity other than obvious things that are unrelated, like structure in every part of the day? Um, well, it's actually very, it's, it's very related. So dog reactivity, we would really make sure thresholds and kenneling up, believe it or not, those are huge ones. The way we train it, we're, we're spot on. Then what we would do is we would make sure that dog understood the word no. So we'd have to teach that dog indoors um, on arousal. How to eliminate arousal. A bonker is the best way to do it. This is not an official bonker. I'm on the road. My bonker is packed up. Can we make sure by the next show we get out a real bonker so I'm not so embarrassed holding this limp-ass bonker in my hand? Okay. So a bonker is a, is a towel. These are hair elastics. You're supposed to use number 64 rubber bands. Obviously, this is a low-budget show, low-budget household. They got $40,000 worth of air control system and they couldn't fucking come up with a 99 cent towel and two two cent rubber bands here all right next okay um karen one recently using a prong collar on my five-month-old golden for pulling walks have been amazing is the prong collar temporary and then can go back to martingale or will i be confusing her you won't be confusing her but you'll make her you'll this is the thing karen karen up to five months, your walk sucked. You just started using a tool that's making them great. And you want to know when you can go back to the sucky time. Let's just say never. Let's call it never. Why do you want to get off the prong collar? The reason why you get off the prong collar is this. You think they're mean. Let's be honest. Do you know a martingale collar? More dogs die on a martingale collar and a flat buckle collar than probably any other collar there is out there. Martingale collar is called a limited choke. So Martingale collars are patented. Go to the patent office, look it up. You actually can go online now. They're actually called a limited choke. So what you're doing is the way that a Martingale collar works is it actually chokes the dog. So a prong collar cannot choke the dog. They were designed not to choke. It's really hard to actually like, when we work with aggressive dogs sometimes, sometimes you actually have to like hold up a dog First, personal safety. Prong collars aren't going to harm the dog, as barbaric as they look. But this is the thing. I want your life to be easy. I'm a family pet dog trainer. This is what I do. All right? I want your life to be easy. I want you to be able to, every walk you ever take, I want it to be joyful. So you just started using the tool, but stop worrying about when you can go back to the crappy one. Next. Angie B., I have a four-year-old and 10-month-old Puppy still bites older one on the neck at coming inside. Sometimes she corrects. Okay. Or should I correct puppy myself? Okay. If the other dog won't do it, you've got to do it or else you're going to end up with a dog fight one day most likely. Next. 
Diane, how do I get him more comfortable about strangers touching him? You don't ever let strangers touch your dog, ever. Got it? The worst thing you can do with a dog that doesn't like to be touched with strangers is have strangers touch your dog. Why do you want strangers touching your dog? Why? I don't want anybody to touch my dog. It's my dog. I didn't get it for the stranger. If I had a dog, if I had a dog that was extremely social, I still wouldn't let pet. I do have social dogs. But why do we need strangers to touch your dog? I would say the best thing you can do is never allow a stranger to touch your dog. It's the best gift you can ever give your dog. That's it. A lot of people say, well, geez, well, that's no fun. What, what do you mean fun? Why are we deriving pleasure out of people touching our dog? Especially when your dog hates it. So I would say, I'm not going to answer that question because I want you to never, ever let a stranger pet your dog. Next. Rick. <clears throat> How to stop a large dog from jumping straight up when excited on leash. Okay. Rick, I'm teaching to stop jumping. Punishing jumping is easier than teaching sit. It takes three seconds to get a dog to not jump. I've got a video on my YouTube channel. Go on my YouTube channel. You're in there now. Go to the search box. How to stop jumping. Remote collar or prong collar. Dog's on a leash. You walk towards the person that the dog will jump on. Remote collar, high, you make it suck. The way you stop jumping is you make the act of jumping suck. If you watch the last couple of weeks, I've, went, I've been answering this question pretty dramatically because I'm hearing a lot of bullshit. So a lot of the people say, ignore the dog. Unethical, wrong, dangerous. Teach the dog to sit. I don't want the dog to sit. I want the dog to stop jumping. Wrong. Turn your back on the dog. I got a video on that. You might pee your pants. Don't be drinking liquid when you watch it. All right? So make jumping suck. It's very, very simple to do. It's the easiest things to stop. Resource guarding, easiest thing to stop. Nick. Uh, Rick also gave you five bucks. Thank you, Rick. Well, I didn't even see that. I know. I didn't get a notification either. Oh, then how do you know? Well, I scrolled down and it was there. Oh, so. but it didn't go up at the top. Nope. No. Okay. Thanks, Rick. Um, Angie, Angie B or, oh no, I read that already. Should I correct the puppy myself? Yep. So now it's Russ. Hey Russ. He says, Hey guys, great to see you. Send my love to the rest of the crew there. Hey Russ, we're just talking about you. Tip number 121. Okay. Everybody is impressed with your social media. All right. And we're all thanking you for not wearing freaking sleeveless shirts anymore. <laughs> it's that time of year. Okay. We love the fall in your neighborhood. Next. <laughs> Susan, hi, you guys. Uh, she says, Wisconsin, really? Yeah, Susan, go to rvdogtrainer.com. I'll be in Wisconsin. Next. Real Al. Yes. My dog will not take food, treats out in public. Is this approach necessary for a dog who is muzzled and appears fearful to strangers? No, it's not. Most dogs that are fearful won't take food. Next. Ron. Hey, J&J. It's Ron from the STL. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ron from the STL. GSC and I are doing well. Just checking in tonight and listening. Have a great evening. Tell Linda hello. I will. I'll be texting Linda. It's funny because when I'm on the road, like Linda's really, really cool. She's not one of these chicks that like needs this constant phone call. So we just text. So I'll let her know. And maybe she might even be watching this, but what time is that? She might actually probably be sleeping because when she's when she's riding solo, she's working double duty. She's working double duty. So I definitely will tell her that you said hello. And I'll be in, I'm going to be in Seattle, I think. And do we know the dates on that? I'm going to be in Seattle next. <laughs> yep. HK. Hi, what do you consider the best toys, treats for crate training? None. 
You don't need a toy and you don't need treat. You just need training. So watch my crate training video. So I'm not against toys. We don't train with treats. We train with dog food. But you don't need those things. Just do dog training. So watch my videos on that. Next. Liz, you guys must be tired. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> tired my ass. I've got to, I slept until 3.45 a.m. Slept in. Yeah. That's sleeping in. I know. I got extra in your 15, world, I got an it extra, wasn't 1 a.m. I got an extra 15 minutes. All right. I'm, re I'm well rested, ready to go. I just did a nine-hour seminar today on my feet. Guys, Joelle's like, like she drops F-bombs. So she's like, what the fuck are you we doing doing a show tonight? I'm like, do you know how many people need help? Did not complain. Do you know how many people need help? Tons of people need help. So we're here to help. Next. All right, Angela, would love to get a dog from a shelter. Unfortunately, the shelters around here are dishonest and will knowingly adopt out dogs with serious behavior problems without disclosing it to the future owner. Correct. So, Angela, listen, don't buy into this adopt, don't shop bullshit, okay? It's like, listen, all right, I'm a huge advocate of adoption. You get the dog you want. Got it? You get the dog you want. And I don't need all you the shelter people bashing me, saying you're part of the problem. Fuck you, you're part of the problem, okay? Because you're the ones that are lying to the consumer. You're the ones You're the ones that are telling owners they can't use balanced training. You're the ones that are telling owners they can't have their dog in a crate. Did you know that? Are people aware of this? Did you, I would say 90% of shelters out there in rescues literally say, if you're not allowed to train this dog with any of her aversive tools, a lot of rescues will say you're not allowed to put that dog in a crate. You're making it difficult. You're making it very, very difficult for the consumer to go get a dog. The reason why dogs are in shelters, because you're making it hard for good people that want to actually take care of the dogs to actually get the right information to actually be able to adopt them. That's the problem with our shelter system. And our shelter system will say, oh, we're underfunded. And bullshit, you're underfunded. You don't, you want, nobody in the United States is underfunded. We live in the wealthiest country in the world. Nobody's underfunded at all. I've got friends that travel the world into third world countries. And guess what? Those dogs are doing fine. And we're lying to the public. And you're keeping dogs alive that shouldn't be kept alive. All right? What am I talking about? I rant every show and I decided to rant on that. Next. Angie we just B. lost half our fucking listeners. Next. Both dogs out walking on prongs, so very pushy. Separate, do fine. What would Jeff do? I would do this. Two dogs, four times the problems. Step everything up. The beginning of the walk. So the beginning of the walk, you do this. Boom. Bonker. Start your walk off with a bonker. Everybody... Oh my God, that sounds so mean. You walk out your front door, you sit down. If any of those dogs are starting to look around or scan around, no bonk. Oh my God, that sounds so mean. No, it's not. You got to get rid of that arousal. Next. Daniel, hi, how can I help generalize my dog's reactive behavior? He is around two dogs right beside them. Then new dogs come down to the park and he barks. Can't seem to get used to dogs in general. Thanks. Just put a, put a remote collar on the dog and you're just going to be playing whack-a-mole for a while. Remote collar on the dog? No. Correct. You know? And if your dog's around other dogs, I mean, it's, the behavior is going to be multiplied a lot. Can we turn the heat down in here? I'm sweating. 
sweating my balls off. Yeah, I know. I'm I sure. I love the heat. Yeah, okay. All right. Next. Uh, Chris. Hi, yeah. Jeff. Glad you had a successful seminar. Can you beg Julie to unblock me from her Facebook page? I think it was a mistake. I was one of her earliest followers. Pretty please. Chris, Chris is Chris. This is the thing. That's between you and Julie. Okay. Julie is. You obviously said something that pissed her off. Or that freaking little penis shot you sent her was inappropriate. I'm just kidding about that. I'm just saying, this is the thing. I'm not getting involved in anybody's social media nonsense. I won't. I won't do that at all. So, Chris, you're on my page. You haven't pissed me off. Enjoy it while you can. There's a lot of other dog trainers out there. I'm sure she had very, very good reason. All right? So, she might have been having a bad day. She like gives me a hard time on some days, but I'm sure she had a good reason. But I can't, I'm not going to, I don't do that. I don't do that. I won't get involved. All right, next. Sarah, I'm in Kansas City. Maybe I can look for a location if you're interested. Yeah, Sarah, you can. I need about 2,000 to 3,000 square feet, indoor, outdoor, climate controlled in a minimum. Next. Uh, Melissa, we will all know when the show ends suddenly. Julie, cut your internet. LOL. No, 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 no. I'm buying her breakfast tomorrow. All right? I'm buying her breakfast tomorrow. Trust me. I'll go to the freaking morning time. All right? Next. Jonathan, is there a best prong collar I should use? Yes, Jonathan. The ones that are on my website. You don't have to buy them from me. You want to find yourself a Herm Springer collar. Now. Amazon sells them. The photo on Amazon is the actual photo of a real collar. Most of the time, though, they send the knockoff ones. It's not Amazon's fault. They don't know. Like, they don't know the difference. So you want to buy it from, you can buy it from us. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to buy it from Solid Canine Training. You can buy it from, you know, a working dog like Ray Allen or Learberg or, or one of those or one of those companies like that. Next. Steph, I have two dogs who don't do well in the cold. Can you recommend some indoor activities to keep us busy when the weather is bad? Should I just get them jackets and continue normal outdoor activities? Yeah, get, I mean, are they, are they like, you know, those, what are those Chinese crested dogs? Well, then no, move to Florida, you know, you know, for the, at least for the wintertime, we'll get them jackets. I'll probably be putting a jacket on um, Tex, my Malinois. Really? Um, yeah, we live in New England. Tex in a little jacket? Yeah, of course. Oh that little Burberry there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, he's a Malinois. Of course I will. I'll probably put a I'll probably put a little jacket on him. Yeah. Okay. Next. Angie B, what order you put the e-collar and prong collar? Um, prong collar up top for directional control, remote collar underneath. Next. Um, Carrie, how do I stop my dog from getting so aroused? He gets a massive hard on if he even thinks he might. <laughs> I'm sorry. Apparently I'm 12 years old. <laughs> if he thinks he might get to go outside or if anyone pets him or people come over to visit, so I don't want to so, see that. So Joelle has been separated and she's in the process of a divorce. So if anybody sorry. says hard on, she giggles like a 12 year old girl. So obviously, and ever since her Tinder account was closed, <laughs> she was kicked off of it from overuse. Um, so, so she's really, really struggling right now. Um, so arousal is... Again, a bonker is arousal. So it's arousal. So most behavioral problems, you know, will start with arousal. So, I mean, how do you control freaking hard-ons on dogs? 
I mean, number one, put some freaking clothes on when you walk around the house. Number one, I mean, stop like turn the damn porn off or use headphones. I, I don't know. Next. Uh, yes. And how do you deal with humping during structured socialization? Male dog is neutered, only humps female. I correct multiple times, firm on with prong, but continue to hump. Yes, seeing what I want you. I just did a video on this. It's on, is it, has it been turned into a YouTube video yet? Yeah, the Chippendales one. <laughs> do, the, do the Chippendales one. Okay. <laughs> humping. How to stop humping. I just did a YouTube video on this. All right. Get rid of your prong collar. Use a remote collar. Make it suck. Next. Uh, Chad. Also, now I pay so much attention to others and their pups. I feel like a training snob when I witness so much approved dangerous behaviors from their dogs. Chad, stop it. Stop. Don't do that. I don't even do that. I don't even do that. Like, listen, there's so much free content on the internet right now. If anybody has a dog with basic obedience problems and they're struggling, there's actually no excuse. There really isn't. There's so much free content. There's so much information out there. Don't be a training snob. It's not a good character trait. All right? I want you to work on that. Let's work on that. Let's be snob free. 2019. Next. Real L. Fearful dog equals confidence building. And of course, strangers, please don't touch my dog, muzzled or not. Exactly. Yeah, do this. Believe it or not, some of the best confidence building out there is obedience commands. So we just did a seminar. We had 60 people, 19 dogs. And literally, we didn't do Now, also, do agility equipment, teach trick training, go under things, go over things. But guess what? We saw dogs go from nervous and skittish just in a short weekend to way more confident by just tightening up the structure. Just tighten up the structure. Next. Um, Tim, I have a German Shepherd that has just turned six months old. How do you get them to not want to play with other dogs? He's not aggressive. It just gets more annoying. Yeah. So, Tim, in order for your dog to play with other dogs, it's got to be off-leash. Right? If it's on leash, I would say, how does it get the opportunity to approach another dog? It should never be approaching another dog, you know, on a leash ever. That's not proper meeting. Off leash, like don't don't have it off leash with other dogs. Now, what you can start doing is start remote collar training your dog for off leash commands like recall and just make your dog's world really small between you and the dog or maybe you and one playmate. Next. Susan, hi guys. I was in Indiana for the training. I was in the hospital last week. I was talking about dogs with my nurse and she follows you too. It's a small world. You know, whenever I travel in the airport now, people will walk up to me randomly and they'll be like, thank you so much for putting out so much video. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's a small world. We live in a small world. Us 7.4 billion people that have access to the internet. It's very, very small. And guess what? On that note, be careful what you do online because everybody's watching. Got it? Everybody's watching. So it's one thing to put out content, right? But what kind of comments are you putting on people's stuff? How are you responding to different things? Okay. It's really, really, really important. Next. Top chat. Top chat, $9.99. It looks like David Smith. Bingo! David Smith. David, man. He knows your face icon. <laughs> David. So I want you to know appetizers have been on you lately. Appetizers have been on you. I want you to know we appreciate it. Um, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, old trainer told me the best thing you can teach a German Shepherd is how to do nothing. Worked 
What? Damn right. Smart fucking person. Tortoise Working tortoise boy Rocky on place duration. Place is new after three GSDs. Thanks, guys. Life easier. Place, guys, place is probably the number one command you can teach any dog. Any dog. How to do nothing. It's fantastic. Next. Um, Tim said that his dog's on leash when it tries to play with other Yeah. Dogs. So what I would want you to do is just teach that dog to not be aroused. Teach that dog it's not allowed to go towards other dogs. Teach that dog that you and the dog are just an island. I do the same thing. Some people are going to struggle with this. Listen, I have multiple dogs. I love watching them play. But I don't want my dogs playing with any other dogs. Why? I just don't trust dogs. Next. Um, I ski big sky. Yep. Two rescues, one male, one female. Female likes to hump male. Bull fix, stops when told. Thought dominance was established after being together for years. Just curious if she's missing some kind of stimulation. Leave it be. No, she's missing properly applied punishment. Guys, remember I talked about at the very beginning of the show, like all we're going to do is talk about punishment because everyone's asking me how to stop stuff. No, the dog's not. Yeah, this, is what, this is what trainers are going to tell you to do. Ready? Exercise your dog more. Yeah. Then you'll have a fucking marathon humper. That's what we not need, right? It's like, man, I used to hump a lot when I'm 18. I was in shape. Now I'm good for like a couple of thrusts and I'm done. All right? So if Linda was here, she'd be like, a couple? <laughs> Try one, buddy. So this is what I want you to do is properly apply punishment. You're not missing anything but punishments. Remote collar on your dog. Dog goes to hump. No, make it suck. That's how you stop humping. That is what you're missing. Next. Hold on, another top chat, yep, 499. 499. Angie B, thanks again for your help tonight. Angie B, thank you. Next, put gas in our tank. Yeah. I'm delivering a car to Knoxville, Tennessee. So this is the plan here. So Joelle and I are on the road for, for two weeks. We just finished up uh, Frederick, Maryland. We're heading down to Greenville, South Carolina. But first, I'm towing up that beautiful Toyota pickup truck to my daughter. If anybody knows my daughter, Wildcraft Knives, look up Wildcraft Knives on Instagram, she, my daughter pounds steel for a living. All right, she forges steel, pounds steel, makes everything by hand. We're, we're dropping off a pickup truck to her. Then we're heading down to quarterback K9 in Charlotte, North Carolina to see Lara. And then we're heading down to Greenville, South Carolina. You go to rvdogtrainer.com to grab some tickets, to, to grab some tickets on that. But where was I going with this? Oh, gas money, next. All right, Scott, yes. we have a 11-month giant schnauzer, which is really great, except in the backyard, only off-leash he wants to play and jumps at my hands and gets aggressive. What do you suggest? Scott, again, the question is, how do I stop an unwanted behavior? So remember, if you're brand new to my world, a lot of folks are going to be like, why does this guy talk about punishment? It's like, because how do you stop unwanted behavior? So what do you do? Bonker. Bonker is a wrapped up towel. You would say no. Bonk the dog. All of this stuff, too, about like, oh, my gosh, the dog won't trust me. Ruin the relationship. Really? You're sitting on the cat's tail. Thanks. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> literally, she was sitting on the cat's tail. The, cat, the, cat, the cat's going like this. The cat couldn't move. Proper punishment. Poor Kiki. So, so it's a 15-year-old cat right here. We've got a cat abuser in the house. Julie's Canine Academy. We'll train your dog, but your cat might Screw die. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, 
this is the thing. I don't even know where we go. Oh, so, oh, jumping at the hands, you'd say no, and then bonk. Remote cower, no, and then bonk. It's all based on arousal. It's all bad behavior. Some people say, oh, we'll grow out of it. The dog won't grow out of it. The dog will get worse. Next. Brienne, yes, I understand the frustration with adoption. I submitted an app on a dog and was told I couldn't adopt because she had to be allowed on my furniture and not be in a crate. Fuck you, not you, but th that's the most ridiculous thing. Okay, rescue, okay, shelter, I'll tell you what. You send me a gift card to a furniture store once a year and I'll let my dog on the furniture. Give me a break. Who the hell do you think you are dictating where my dog is allowed to be? I'll have my dog underneath my couch if I want to. That's why dogs are dying in shelters. Bottom line. Like, w these folks, are they, they've got such self-worth issues. These are why paint press strokes. But I've been doing this for a long time. And they, they've got such self-worth issues that they only get satisfaction because they're doing nothing with their fucking lives. And now they can tell you what to do with a dog that you're trying to adopt. And if this offends anybody or turns anybody off, that's fine. Because this is a problem in the United States with dogs across the board. Across the board. And, and the way that they make us balanced trainers look, that's not why I'm going on this rant. It's like, we're keeping dogs out of shelters. You're keeping dogs in shelters. You've got somebody right now, Brianne, Brianne. Brianne Thomas wants to adopt a dog. She's not allowed to because she wants to crate her dog and you wanted to put her dog on furniture. That's why that dog is going to die in your damn shelter. That's why. It's not because there's not enough good families out there. It's not because you're underfunded. It's not because you don't have enough staff. It's because you're an asshole. And you can call me an asshole now. That's fine. But wake up. So what you want to do is find yourself a shelter, find yourself a rescue. I would find yourself a rescue that would be more than happy to have you as an owner of that dog. My life goal is to keep dogs out of shelters, and that's easy on me. But man, you think you'd want to adopt out a dog, but there's all kinds of stipulations. Do you know that I can't adopt a dog from a shelter because I use prong collars? Do you know I can't adopt a cat? because of who I am, the state of Rhode Island won't adopt me a cat. No rescue, no shelter will adopt me a cat. What do you think I'm gonna do? Freaking put it on a spike and saute it? No, I'm not, I'm gonna fucking Julianne it and saute it. Give me a break. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm going on a rant here because if people cared about saving dogs' lives, They'd stop doing this. And the general public needs to be made aware. All these boards of directors, they're all a bunch of egomaniacs. This is like, guys, there's truth to all this stuff. It sounds extreme. That's how out of control it is. You got to see some of these contracts for adoption. I mean, it's like it would blow your mind. It would blow your mind what you can and cannot do. Next. That's why people are shopping instead of adopting. Just to let you know. Next. That's why people are buying from backyard breeders. Just to let you know. Okay? The adoption process to the shelter should be fun and educational and happy and warm. 
McDonald's gives better service than most shelters do. Next. I'm not mad either. I'm passionate. TM. TM. Hooded Wizard, recently new client, was originally wanting to send her dog to you. She didn't because it was too far from her. Um, upon meeting her, I mentioned you're one of my favorite trainers. She was instantly sold on me. Just wanted to thank you for all the free info to learn more from you than the trainer I shadowed. Awesome, Hooded Wizard. Thank you. Proud of you. Next. Michael, Jeff, would you bonk a dog with seven human bites on history? Uh, the dog has been with me now 26 hours, different dog already doing things his current owner, shelter, and first owner said were impossible. So I would I would bonk any dog that needed it. I would praise any dog that needed it. I would correct any dog or punish any dog that needed it. Absolutely. But seven human bites, just keep in mind, uh, Michael, don't do it. Be careful about a sleight of hand. This is your goal, Michael. This is your goal. Your goal is to, yes, rehab that dog. But then it's not your dog, right? Your goal is going to be able to pass on that information to the current owner and you want them to win. Always remember that. You want them to win. It's so important that us dog trainers remember that. Next. Allie Wynn, uh, we need to see lots of pictures of Tex in the jacket. Such a handsome dog. You will. Next. I'll be you see how muscular he's getting? He looks amazing. Damn right. Love Raw him. diet, exercise. Next. Nick R, I've learned so much from your free content. Took my six-month-old Dobie to group puppy training for socialization, and the trainers gush about how well-trained he is. Couldn't have done it without you. Nick, you're the one that did the hard work. I'm just the guy with a big mouth. Proud of you, buddy. Next. Douglas, I just purchased my first prong collar from your site after watching 30-plus videos. I'm excited to start the next phase of training. 30? Man, most people have to watch 40 first. You're, you're, you made a decision pretty damn quick. Cool. Douglas, man, I'm just <laughs> busting your balls, okay? Proud of you. I'm glad you're feeling good about it. And let's move forward. Next. Um, DIY Music Biz. Lady calls cop saying I'm abusing my dog. Cop comes over with Lady, sees my dog on collar and says, Lady, this is a responsible owner. Please don't waste our time with this. Shakes my hand and leaves. <laughs> Greg. Man, you got to move to a busier city where they got better things to fucking do. Come to Providence. They'd laugh. They'd laugh. But number one, that's the crazy thing, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Good for you. Next. Uh, Douglas, I'm a bit nervous. My dog's dog aggression is unreal. Growling, jumping, barking. Well, Douglas, a prong collar is not going to stop it. You got to go hardcore training. You should be nervous without the damn prong collar. You know, you've got a dog on your hand that's a liability. So if I were you, I would talk to a trainer that actually knows how to rehabilitate aggression. And those are far and few between. Most don't know how to stop unwanted behaviors. And then you got aggression rehab. That's challenging. Start with foundational work. Watch my videos. Go as far as you can uh, for Skype sessions if you want to. Next. Amelia, oh my God, just thank you. You have changed our world in two weeks and I'm ashamed because I worked in the dog industry for 14 years. I've been telling all my clients about you. Much love. Hey man, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm being really, really sincere. Guys, we know that I yell and scream and I got a big mouth and I go on these rants, but I got one purpose. I got one purpose. I truly care about human beings. And so many humans are struggling out there and so many dogs are struggling out there. People think I love dogs. Yeah, dogs are cool. Dogs are nice. I love humans. 
I, I, I truly, truly love humans. And I hate the amount of humans that are struggling and suffering because of their badly behaved dogs. And if I can help them become happier because of fixing their dogs, then that's my gig. That's my gig. So it's incredible the amount of misinformation that's out there. Just incredible. Next. Uh, Greg says, got to head out. Just wanted to share that ridiculous story. Thanks. What do you mean? Head out? Where are you going? Yeah. Greg. You watch the show. Wait, it's 1030 at night. Where are you going? Would you work? Oh, wait, are you a musician? You got a gig tonight? Maybe he's got a gig tonight. Next. Yeah. Colorado girl. Should you use the e-collar when a strange dog off leash approaches your dog? My dog always snaps at them and I want to stop that. No, you should kick the dog. Strange dog comes into my world. Goodbye. Nope. Neutralize the threat. I don't trust. I don't trust. Next. Uh, Antoine. Hey there. My dog kind of is very insecure in my presence, so he acts like he's the boss. I adopted him a week ago. He's a pit bull mix, three years old. Okay. Antoine. The dog acts insecure, but he's the boss, and you only own him for a week? No. Tell another story. Tell another story. This is what I want you to do. All right? Massive amounts of structure. You run, run your dog like a boarding train. I want that dog to be created at night, created when you're gone. I want that dog to learn place, structured walks, wait for food, wait at thresholds, stop unwanted behavior, obedience, train all the things that you want, cut down on affection, proper nutrition, proper exercise, treadmill, structured walk, off-leash off play. I'm a big fan of the raw diet. You don't have to do raw. If it's because of price, it's actually not that expensive. You'll pay more in the vet bills on the back end, all right, if you don't do that. Then what I want you to do is take a little bit of the emotion out of it and use your head. Next. Uh, David, did you get Andy B's $4.99? Thank you for your help tonight. Yeah, that was up at the top. Yep. Okay. David says, watch what you say, question mark. Dave, I don't understand that. Help me out there. What did I say? A lot of stuff. I don't remember. Next. Uh, Christine, my dog was at the slider door and started barking at someone walking by. Used the bonker on him. He tried it. Again, a couple days later, quickly looked at me and laid down. No barking. Go bonker. Love you. Damn right. Uh, Jamelia donated $2 and said, love you guys. Tim Freeman says, you ever come to Atlanta, Georgia? I'm going through Atlanta on my way to Greenville, South Carolina. It's not on the way. <laughs> Georgia's below South Carolina. Oh, that's on the way to Florida. I do that. <laughs> I got a funny Atlanta story, though. Like a crab latched onto my nipple and I couldn't get it off. <laughs> So I'm 20 years old and I'm driving down to Florida and I'm with, <laughs> and I'm with one of my buddies and we go to the underground market. I don't know. Is the underground, the, the farmer's market still there? It was an underground farmer's market. There's this big tank of crabs. All right. So my buddy picks up this crab and he holds it up to my tit <laughs> and it clamps onto my nipple and it wouldn't let go. I'm screaming. This is back when I used to drink and do drugs. So I'm screaming my head head off and all these people are coming around me and some guy literally walks up and he twists the body <laughs> off the arm <laughs> and then i just had the arm of a crap did you go get your nipple pierced and like no. make that your yeah, first piercing no, then it was easy to take off it was easy to take off next all right that's uh, my atlanta story next okay Channing, thanks for your videos. Extreme separation anxiety has almost completely resolved because of your help. Just started e-collar to punish bad behavior. And in just two days, we are seeing big changes. Proud of you, Channing. 
Nice. Next. David Smith. Yeah. I think Linda said she's been vaccinated slower death. <laughs> LOL. Next. <laughs> I ski big sky. Yeah. Uh, was told once if a dog could wish for one thing, what would it be? They would say, just shut the F up. Just be quiet. The much thinks much better. Agree? I have no idea, man. <laughs> I have no idea. If that's what you heard, it's probably true. Next. <laughs> All right. All right. Cal. Um, Sal, just kidding. Yep. Hey guys, I have a six month old now. Watch your videos and implement it into all my training. I recently bought the e-collar from you. And it works great, but when I take it off, she doesn't listen so well. Okay. Sal? <laughs> Six-month-old Malinois? The collar shouldn't be off. You wake up in the morning, you put your equipment. It's it's a Malinois. You've been how the most you could have trained been training this for four months. It's like I went to the gym for a week and I haven't lost weight. I'm not giving you a hard time. It's dog training, it takes time. But you own a Malinois? That dog might be living in a remote collar. And it's not a fail. Dogs that have something on, might as well have something you can have a conversation with it to a long distance away. Plus, you probably have a drivey dog. There's no way that dog could be fully trained at six months old, especially if you just started the training. So don't, don't be impatient. Dog training takes time. It doesn't take as long as not using an electronic device. Food training takes 4,000 repetitions, and that still doesn't stop an unwanted behavior. But don't. why are we getting the collar off? It's going well with the collar on. Why are we getting the collar off? All that is is a tool. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, it's a crutch. You're taking the easy way out. Really? You train my mal. No, they can't. Next. Top chat. Top chat. Sorry. $5. Emma, any tips on building a healthy relationship with a puppy from the get-go? I'm 15 and looking to getting my own dog. Love you guys, by the way. Emma, awesome. Proud of you. Proud of you being so responsible with 15. Number one, who's going to take care of the dog when you're in school? That's number one. Also, you can have the dog until you're 27. So let's think about those things. But that's, I just want to throw that, I just want to throw that out there to you. All right. So college, you know, roommates, you know, relationships. So just remember that. Remember that. And I love you, Emma, because, because, you're 15 and you're asking questions and you're on my show. And um, what I want you to do is this. Do lots of stuff with your dog and, and, and always reward yes, but always keep in mind you got to punish no. Hold your dog accountable. That's the biggest thing you can do. Hold your dog accountable. I like that. I don't like that. Let's go have some fun, but now it's time to work. That's really, really important. Next. Hmm. Alicia would love advice on how to teach a dog with strong prey drive to live with cats, dog reactive, but lives very peacefully with other resident dogs. Um, where do we go here? Alicia. Um, what you can do is, yeah, we do. We just do that at the seminar today. We do cat aversion training. The easiest thing to do is put the cat into avoidance first. Remote collar on, dog's on a leash, dog gets aroused around a cat, no correct tie. Best thing to do to start you just do avoidance training. You make it so now it's safe. Now it's safe. Now your dog is at least, your cat is safe from being hurt by your dog. Then you start working on existence. So that's the quick part. That takes like 10 minutes tops, three minutes tops. Then you work on existence. Get your dog to do place. Places go to a dog bed. Cat goes by, dog gets interested, you correct that. 
It's all going to be a lot of it's going to be correction, correction, correction. This bullshit about, oh, when the cat goes by, throw a kibble. What? So it is an appetizer before a meal? It's the stupidest freaking advice I've ever heard. No. You want to tell that dog, you're not allowed to look at that cat like prey. You're not allowed to chase that cat like prey. You're supposed to ignore the cat. Best thing to do, safest thing to do. Next. Um, Michelle, crate crazies. Every dog I've ever had was crate trained. At, at the least, needs to be confident, comfortable for emergencies. Vets, boarding, grooming, all need crate trained pets. I know. <laughs> do you know that you can't have a door on a crate in Sweden? How's that going for you, Sweden? Next. Sal, and I honestly can't thank you guys enough. My dog is 100 times better since I started watching you. Awesome. Proud of you, Sal. Next. Jody, my Velociraptor of a rescue dog has eaten through one wire crate and one plastic travel crate. We use place command and have an e-collar on the way. What would you recommend prefer our third crate? You can get it. You can get, you can, I mean, you can get a, a stronger crate. You can get like an Alcatraz crate or what are those metal folder ones? You look tired, Julie. Go to bed. Don't stay up for me. Go Watch bed, the Julie. replay. Go to bed. Okay. Go to bed. All right. Okay? To to bed. Bed. All right. Um, so what I would do is you can, what are the, what are the ones that, no, what's the, the other one? Ones? Yeah. The folding ones are made out of aluminum. I know Goddard Yeah. What are they called? Goddard impact. 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 Look, look at, look at an impact crate, but this is what you do. The biggest thing you do is this. At the first sign that your dog starts going towards the crate, you correct high in the remote collar. Everybody's like, no, they don't have a negative association, a negative association with a crate. Your dog's already destroyed crates and you haven't used a remote collar. No, it won't. Remember, we never created unwanted behavior. All we do time and time and time again is stop unwanted behaviors. Next. Antoine, I've watched three videos before being convinced of the great effect of the prong collars. Keep it going, please. You are the inspiration. Thank you, Antoine. Next. David, was at PetSmart today with my dog. Their trainer asked me to walk a different way to avoid a vocal dog coming for training. Confused why she had me avoid the other dog. So is that company policy? Really? So now you've got to go down certain aisles because they've got bad dogs coming into the store. You can't shop freely around the store. That does, sounds to me like you need to go to another place to shop. Next. Holly says, howdy from Arizona. Hugs to Jeff, Joel, Julie, and Josh. Will do, Holly. We miss you. Next. Tim Freeman says, haha. Tim, <laughs> not sure what that is, but okay, cool. <laughs> Chevy, so glad to be back and see your faces. Been away on a silent meditation retreat. New location. Hey, Chevy. Chevy. He lives the best life. Hey, Chevy, we actually moved to New Zealand, <laughs> and we're right down the street from you. All right? So... I'm on the road, Chevy. I'm in Frederick, Maryland. This is my friend Julie's house. Next. Um, Jonathan, just went to your website to buy the prong collar. Description says, measure circumference of dog's neck and add two inches. But then size choices says small, 2.25 millimeter, and medium, 3.0 okay. millimeter. So this is it. The two point, whoever wrote that description, <laughs> me or somebody else, they didn't know what they were talking about. So 2.2. So if your dog is 45 pounds and under, Get the 225. If your dog is probably 45 pounds and over, get the three millimeter. That's just the girth of the actual prongs. The 225 is a 14 inch collar, and the three millimeter is an 18 inch collar. Next. All right. Uh, Kyle, what age should you start e collar training? Um, we start dogs at 14 weeks old, but it's all done just like almost on a marker system thing. It's all paired with food. 
Next. Jamal, impact crates. Awesome. Thank you, Jamal. Russ says impact crates. Thank you, Russ. Ones. Uh, Tim Freeman says he was laughing about your story oh. from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Emma says, thank you for the answer. I'm going to a community college rather than high school next year, and I'll be able to spend more time with my dog. Awesome. Emma, you're, you're smart. You're a smart young you lady there. High school? Damn. Shoot. Hey, I skipped high school she too. But I just like stopped. <laughs> you just stopped going. <laughs> I just stopped going. I just stopped going. Dude, I don't even remember my high school graduation. Were you not there? Is that why? I think I was there physically. <laughs> and you want to even another story? I actually did go to college. It's funny because I got a call from my university and they're like, we're just updating our records. We're just updating our records. And um, I said, like, where'd you get my number from? My mother? And it's like, they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, yep, yep, I'm still here. Like, we have you down as an associate's degree. I'm like, you do? <laughs> How'd I get that? I had no idea I had an associate's degree. <laughs> I literally I had no idea. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Is it, do I get a piece of paper? An associate's degree. The, the last I remember where the police were showing up. Like, I really don't remember your associate's degree. You did it, though. Congrats. Yeah, next. Um, David, I've seen a dog run through a hailstorm of treats to rush a door. Food only doesn't work. Listen to it, Jeff. It doesn't. If it did, guys, we food train. Lots of it. We food train. We pass out food like crack. New t-shirt. Guys, we food. I'm a food trainer. We, we use so much freaking food. In our training center, it's ridiculous. It will never stop an unwanted behavior. Next. Never. Yep. Um, oh, we just got a bunch. Okay. A son, my dog is fine around my 10-year-old daughter, but she had some friends sleep over. Mm -hmm. She went after one girl, jumping, barking, uh, and nippy. What do I do? So A son, I'm sorry that that happened. This is what I'd like you to do, A son. We could absolutely work on it, but this is it. I'm a family pet dog trainer. My job is to give you practical advice that works. In, the, in, the, in a very quick, efficient time to make sure everybody in your household stays safe. What I would like you to do is have a new policy in your home. Your dog is safe with the, with the nuclear family. That's what I like. That's what I want. We want the dog to be better, but we also want the dog to be safe. And we want the 10-year-old's friends to be safe. Whenever your daughter has a sleepover, I want your dog to be crated. Now you're like, geez, Jeff, but it's for like, you know, 15 hours, 16 hours. It can be for 24 hours. I know. Then you take the dog out, you do potty time, you come back in, you take the dog out for a walk, you come back in. But while the dog is in the house, we're going to have to keep it contained. And you're like, geez, Jeff, well, that's not that's not why I got a dog. I know it's not why you got a dog. There's too many variables. Now, could I make it better? If you came to me for live training, I could always make it better. But that's the advice I always give out. I'm not there. Now, have your dog in a crate existing around um, other, you know, other kids that will help have the kids not approach the crate, see that your dog is safe. Like that's, that's the start, but we'd have to address it directly. The problem is I can't use a 10 year old child to, to, to counter condition this dog. So I've got to give you practical advice next. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Miss mystery life. Got a rescue shepherd has gone through a lot. Where do I go to find out fee for boarding training to new channel? New to channel. Oh, for us? Oh, if you go to solidk9training.com, solidk9training.com, all of our prices are there. We're fully transparent. Our prices are there. They don't change. They don't go. They, it's like well, our price is our price. 
All right, I don't care if you got a dog killer or an eight-week-old puppy, our price is our price. Um, and then um, how we train is also there. Next. I ski big sky. I need a waterproof e-collar. I have big time swimmers. Um, all, all the collars, my dogs swim a lot. My dogs do ocean swimming and lake swimming and swimming pool swimming. And um, e-collar technologies are fully submergible to 30 meters. And the only way you test that is the dog's dead and it sunk. Um, or you drop the collar in and the, and the handset floats. Next. Uh, Boston mommy. Do you know if, it, do you know of a training club in Charlotte, North Carolina that trains like you? Um, I don't know about a training club, but I would give Lara a quarterback canine a call. So Lara, quarterback canine, I'll actually be down there at the end of the week. Next. Susan says that would be an awesome t-shirt. Cool. Which one? I, I, we pass out can or food like crap or oh, something like nice. that. <laughs> Stacy, uh, uh, so frustrated. My fear reactive GSC, I asked about a few days ago who had bitten Bit my mom today on the leg while on leash. She just happened to walk within her reach while we were walking, talking. Yeah. So, Stacy, man, it, it sucks. You know, owning a biting dog sucks. It really does. You know, it's going to be hard to help you just through this banter. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be hard to help you. Let's do this. Muzzle condition your dog. Get your dog muzzle trained. And you're going to have to keep a muzzle on your dog. And let's figure this out. But it's not the worst thing to have a muzzle. When I say muzzle, you're going to get a Baskerville muzzle. So the dog can eat. The dog can wear it for 24 hours. You can eat, breathe, drink water, take food with it. All right? Let's, let's do that for now. Then what I want you to do is let's get your dog used to that. And then right now, you know, lots of structure, but we have to, we'd have to correct it. We have to address that correctly, but I want to make sure you do it right. I don't want to just give you some like little snippet, you know, humorous risk, you know, response to that. Next. Ellie, when that would be a fantastic shirt or bandana, we hand out food like crack. Cool. Thanks. David C would three millimeter be the right size for a 62 pound pit. I saw 3.25. Would that be too much? Yeah. We never use anything above a three millimeter, even on a 150 pound dog. Three millimeter is the biggest you need. Next. Stacy says she watched your video tonight with a fear reactive dog and she's excited to try out your suggestions tomorrow. Awesome. Good. Trisha, is it ever too late to socialize a dog? No, it's not. But a lot of dogs have learned behaviors that might be hard to break. Also, some dogs shouldn't be socialized. Um, but no, it's not. As long as that dog is breathing, it can learn. Next. Roots Canine. Jeff, I started watching your videos a year ago while I rehabbed two fighting females. Just quit my day job to do dog training full-time. Thanks for all your free content. Roots, man. I love you. I love you. I truly do. Thank you so much. Thanks for jumping into the water head first. Okay. Let's change this fucking world. Let's go. Let's go get it. Next. Tiffany fell asleep. Just woke up. Good evening. <laughs> We're at the end of the show. <laughs> Tiffany, man, Tiffany, there was there was nudity, <laughs> dirty jokes, nipple piercings. Nipple, okay, we were. I was giving out my credit card number. Man, you missed a lot. Next, <laughs> Stacy, she was so fast. Thanks, Jeff. I'll invest in a muzzle ASAP. They are fast, man. They are fast. I know it sucks. Asun says, "Would one-on-one -on -one training in Rhode Island help?" I'm in Rhode Island. No, your dog would have to go to a boarding train. So all aggressive dogs. All behavior modification has to do a boarding train at our facility. And, and I'm not doing that so we can charge you more money. I'm doing it so we can give you 
decent results. And I would use my kids. I'll use my children as the, the test cases. We'd also involve your daughter, but there's also going to be a huge component. This is the thing, you know, if when my, I've got safe dogs, I've got safe dogs, but when my kids have friends over, the dogs aren't around. They're outside, they're in their kennels. It's just the way it is. So I get it though. I get, I get the struggle. It's not normal family life, but we'd have your dog. We'd have to have your dog in um, a boarding train program. But even then I'm still not going to feel comfortable with an unknown entity, such as a child who knows what the dog's energy is going to be, you know, any of that. So Joelle's really not that small. <laughs> Sorry. My she, back is like hurting for arching. <laughs> that's why it's good. It's fine. Okay. okay Next. Uh, <laughs> Next. Tiffany says, damn it, because she missed the first half. Well, the whole show, practically. Yep. Uh, Max, Max, the senior. Yep. Uh, do you sell the German prong collars? Aren't those the best? Yeah, Herm Springer. Yes, we do. Go to our website, solidcaninetraining.com, and then click on shop. Next. Diane, the first part of my question didn't show up. I am all on board concerning no one touching my dog. Oh. But I have a rescue foster that growls when people touch him. He is fine with people walking him. So you're talking, so, okay, so again, so nobody, so, okay, then my, my, my response, Diane, I'm confused. My response, my response stays the same then. The problem with that is, is the whoever adopts that dog is probably not going to be on board as well. That's the problem. That's the problem. There's a lot of variables. There's a lot of variables. You might have to find someone that's got the same mentality as you. And dog's not good with strangers. Next. That's it. Oh, he won't get adapted that way. Yeah. Yeah. He won't get, I know, I know that's the hard part. So this is what you do. Okay. You get a clicker and you get food and you get a remote collar and you have a human walk up. All right. If the dog looks at them with soft eyes, you would click and reward. I don't want them rewarding. If the dog makes a stare or a growl, it's just the presence of another human, you would say no and you would punish with the remotes. And then you just keep doing it over multiple people, multiple people, multiple people. The problem is what happens when that one person walks up to your dog and puts its hands on your dog's head because they can pet it and they go, oh my God, I love you. The dog nips. That's the problem. Now, we work with dogs that do that all the time and we rehab them, but it's a long process. It's a long process. But that's the start of it. But you also do confidence building, obedience training, but that's not going to stop stop the nipping. But if that dog nips and you give it a correction, it learns not to nip. But what happens if you don't advocate for that dog? And I think the dog could be adopted out. I think the dog could be adopted out. There's a lot of people out there that like are like, why would I, why would I let somebody pet my dog? There's a lot of people that think like we do. So next. Um a son says, I get it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, A son. Real Al, best damn show ever. You answered all my questions, yet I didn't even ask. Do work, TM. Ha ha. Thanks, Real Al. Next. Uh, travel the world. Oh my God. I just found you on the West Coast. I have a three month min pin, and he keeps going under the couch. When we try to pull him out, he's already growling and biting. Please suggest new favorite channel. What? 12 week old min pin, that little shit's growling at you? Okay. <laughs> This is what I want you to do. 
dog should be on a leash. He's not under voice control. So that dog, that dog should be on a leash, right? You just got that dog a couple weeks ago, most likely. So dog on a leash, lots of structure. Cut down on the affection, lots of structure. Dog should be created at night, created when you're not home. Little strike that dog should we would food train that dog on sit, down, place, and recall. Thresholds going in and out of the crate. Dog should be created three month old, 12 week old dog. That dog's created about 16 hours a day, 18 hours a day, whenever it's not working, going for a walk, a little bit of play. But the biggest thing is cut down on the affection. Because I'm telling you, if affection stopped growling, we do a lot of affection. All right, next. What's well, an hour into the show? We got it. It's eleven o'clock. We're getting kicked out of here. Yep. All right. One more show. One more. A couple one more, more questions. Okay. Yep. Uh, a humans, two yep. unspayed female Aussies that hate each other, yep. raised together, but once the younger one reached breeding age, they cannot be in the same vicinity. How can I reintroduce? Some dogs aren't made to live together. That's a skill set that most people don't have. Let me just be blunt. And they're female. And I'm sorry. I've got enough data firsthand to know two female fighting dogs, they may never get over that grudge. It takes a very special skill set that very few people have. I would say you might have to create and rotate. You might have to rehome. I'm not there. That's the problem. I'm, I, I can't just throw something out to you. Okay, fine. Two separate crates next to each other. No nonsense allowed. Teach them place next to each other. Go on walks next to each other. All right? Don't try to get them together. Try to get them to exist with each other right now. Personally, we would do a lot of that. And then we would set them up. We'd muzzle them up. And we'd work them through their aggression. The problem is they might not get over it. For our dogs out there, these for, or these dogs might be one correction away from success. But at a minimum, you should be doing those things. Next. Pickles the dog. My dog is rather calm when me and my wife are home. When company comes over, she gets very excited and jumps on them and won't leave them alone for about 10 minutes or so, then calms down. Lab healer mix. Okay. It's very common. It's, it's, it's exciting to have guests come over. What I would do is this, bonker or remote collar. Dogs not want to jump. Jumping is easy to fix, guys. I've got a video on jumping. Works every time. He also said he's been using the prong to stop her pulling on walks, though. Okay. But try using a bonker for the arousal. Or you can use the prong to say no and then pop the dog when it goes to jump on somebody. Teach the dog play. So punish the arousal. Tell the dog to go to place. It's not a punishment. That's not the place. Just go to a dog bed and let it let, let it just observe the guests coming over. Next. Travel the world since LOL. Thanks. Tim Freeman says, I try to get my dog around people every day. I've had my DSC since he was nine weeks. Nice. Next. Um, Travel the world says, okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Emma, I was on Facebook the other day and I saw a woman who got a male simply because people said they couldn't be trained without tools. So... Emma, if you want a male for cheap, or maybe she'll pay you to take it away, just follow her. Like, like that's the stupidest fucking... Sorry, Emma. 
you're 15. So fuck it. You're, you've heard swearing. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. So you literally are sacrificing the life of this dog because of your ego? Like, can you train a male without tools? Like, so no leash, no collar, no food, no clicker, no crates. Those are all tools. Like, she's not going to even use a clicker in, in, in food. She's not going to use a leash. She's not going to have a collar on the dog. Two of those are rewards and two of those are punishment. You guys can guess which ones. And she's a male? And meanwhile, there's shelters that won't adopt out dogs because you won't let it on the couch. Who's the irresponsible breeder that let that woman have a mal? Next. Uh, Scott, thanks for the answers. Just purchased the boss collar, but I had to go to Amazon because your site doesn't allow Canada. No, it doesn't. We don't ship to Canada. Next. Michelle, love your channel and all that you've done for me and my pack. Thanks from my heart. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Scott says he loves the videos. Awesome. Thank you so much. Chef Maga. Are those hair plugs? No, they're not. It's my natural hair. But you know what? I'm so sorry that you've got such low self-esteem and I've never seen you on my show before that you had to go on this show, which has been around for 12 years. You had to come on the show and you feel such like a worthless human being. You had to come on to my show to insult me and maybe you'd feel better. But guess what? It didn't work, did it? All right, because what you have, I, I, you can't insult me enough that's going to upset me. But I hope you feel better. And and I know you're only 13 and you're living in your mother's basement right now. But one day you'll grow out of this phase and you'll actually learn how to be kind and nice to people, because nice always wins. Always remember that nice always wins. Next. Uh, a human says, thanks for your honesty. Oh, you're welcome. That's what I got. That is all. All right, cool. Evening. Good. You're trolling tonight. Give me a break. Okay. okay I apologize. You're 12. All right. Jeff Gelman, solid canine training. I'm madly <laughs> in love with you. Thank you so much. Take care. A fantastic night. Can only do an hour today. It's 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're sorted on borrowed space here. All right, back to the RV. Love you guys.